It's like, so oh, I have to like, use my foot this time? In my time? panic, I would have just like lodged it open and be like, oh, I don't know what to do. Dude. But my question is, so did you stand out there and wait until she walked out? And then... Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We did a whole episode. If we did a whole hour and a half and just forgot to hit record. It's going to happen one day. I know. It's going to make me want to die inside. It's going to be real annoying. Welcome back to the Hot Boys Podcast. And if you haven't been here before, this is how we fucking always start it. (laughs) Ooh. Oh. I guess I have a small cut in the back of my throat because that burned. Ooh. That's a fun time to find out. When you're taking a shot of tequila? Yeah, I don't know what I swallowed. <laughs> what did stuff, you apparently. swallow, Corbin? I don't know, probably an unchewed chip. Oh, just munching. Yeah. I'm like a four chomp. <laughs> four chomp I max. swallow, yeah. Mm. Like, unless it's something particularly chewy, like, <laughs> I'm not a thorough chewer. I'm a perfect candidate for choking to death on food alone in my old age. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to keep an eye on that as we get older. Did you not hear the alone part? Oh. I'm going to do it at home. I'm just going to be Sad. eating a steak, mourning my wife's death. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's such a sad I'm gonna outlive mental her, picture. You know? mm, you're calling it now. Yeah. I One way or another. <laughs> I'm going to make sure it happens. God, I really hope I don't have a wife who dies under weirdly mysterious circumstances. This will be. I did it. Do it. This is. This will be evidence. A in the case. (laughs) I've got a a high note to start us off on. That's not about. Wait, me too. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Um, anyway, on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Low notes. Yeah, you're definitely, I'm more of the the tenor. Someone's bass, we just blew out someone's bass speakers <laughs> on accident. I did not contribute to blowing out any bass speakers. <laughs> I cannot go deep. Damn, girl, let me blow Ooh. that bass out. <laughs> I can only go deep if I'm <laughs> pretending to be Patrick Starr. <laughs> Uh, this is bad. <laughs> Why do you sounding sad? <laughs> Your deepest voice is Patrick Starr. Who are you calling Bennett? <laughs> the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. <laughs> you can't go any deeper than that. No, that's like that's my, Max. My fucking, I'm bottomed out there. This is as deep as I'm, I can go. I'm hitting my vocal cervix. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. This is this is as deep as I can go. That's it. That's all I got. No, I'm dirty dead. <laughs> <laughs> the other high note I was going to start us off on is happy two year anniversary of this podcast. Two years? Yeah. 
Let's enter our terrible fucking twos, Woo. baby. Woo. <laughs> this is going to be all trash from here on out, y'all. Just hold on with us till we hit three. Because up until this point, it has been pure gold. And this next year is going to be trash. I don't know, like, child development. What should be happening by two? We can walk now? Yeah. When do we start learning to run? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, it's like a 24-hour thing. <laughs> you two years walk. old in one day. And then you're sprinting like a... A uh, World War Z zombie the next day. Question. When do you think it has become inappropriate to describe your baby's age in months? At what point? Oh, man. Oof. After a year. I'd say up to seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're just they're 84, 84 months. months. I feel like, realistically, number one, that would be fucking hilarious if you watch someone like, oh my god, your child is just so well behaved, so well spoken, like how like they just won this poetry, like they just won this poetry contest. How old is your kid? <laughs> Parents are like, oh, it's like around eighty six months. <laughs> I feel like. Do you bruh. think maybe it's once breastfeeding is done? But doesn't that sometimes like don't some parents breastfeed till they're like four? Yeah, and that's fucking strange. I mean, technically, it's good for the baby, right? Or they're not the a child. baby when they're four. They're getting <laughs> the ready for kindergarten. Here's my thing. You can't be in kindergarten with memories of sucking on your mom's nipples. <laughs> right? I don't know. I think it, I just, I, I am not well versed enough to understand the implications or the positives of doing that so late. I mean, the memory aspect, yeah, that's that's a tough one. Like, when I was born... Do you remember that much from when you were four, though? I remember everything from when I was born. They slapped me on the ass and started giving me protein shakes. <laughs> was right I was out. drinking whey, brother. <laughs> you know, full set of teeth right out of the womb. <laughs> yeah, I had fucking chompers. <laughs> Such a disturbing image. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever seen, like, it's kind of dark that there are images of it because, like, the implications are sad. But have you ever seen a baby skull? No. It's so creepy because all the teeth think about it. are in it. Oh, I have seen and the photo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. all, like, packed back there and, like, the adult teeth are still, like, developing and growing. Yeah. And there's, like, the baby teeth that are going to come in. It's weird. I have also seen the one where it's, like, they have their kid teeth, but then the adult teeth are sitting in the gums. Mm-hmm developing that's fucking weird too it's also dumb like we we grow a backup set of teeth why don't we just keep growing them like sharks it'd be so much better dude it'd be so easy like oh cavity can't wait till that one falls out because yeah like animals that only have one set of teeth you realize how inferior they are to sharks when they get in their old age and you're like you look dumb yeah honestly come on Let's go, evolution. Yeah, for real. Get us more teeth. Get me rows of teeth, baby. If AI would have its way, we'd have like four rows of teeth. <laughs> I remember there's this kid I went to elementary school with, and he had the shark teeth. You know the kids whose adult teeth started growing mm. in, but like behind their baby teeth? Yeah. And that shit was terrifying. Did he have to get his baby teeth pulled early? I don't know. We weren't close enough to really talk about it. Oh, it was just kind of one of those things you're like, hmm, weird mouth. If he and was supposed just... to, I think his parents waited way too long for it because they were like the same height. Like he just had two rows of teeth. Oh, my essentially. God. It was fucking weird. What? Yeah. No, that's wild. 
That's that would be a yeah, lot. They to weren't handle. they weren't crowning or anything. They were fucking out there. He could eat so efficiently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having to pick t- food from between he's his rows to, of teeth. He's having to floss in all directions. Yeah, he's fucking 40 flossing over here. <laughs> God, that's horrible. Yeah. And it was all of them or just some? It was all the bottom. I front, guess you said. The front bottom teeth. Oh, shit. That's wild. I was picturing the top. Mm-mm. He's a weird kid, though. <laughs> Everything about their family was weird. He was strange. It just all added up. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Anyway, happy two years. <laughs> yeah, happy two years. <laughs> I actually, I didn't confirm it, but I'm almost, I'm like 99% sure it was in May when we started. Let's see. Episode one, May 25th, 2021. So we have officially surpassed the two year mark. Fucking suck it, <laughs> podcast infant mortality. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm... Just happy now, not the most consistent, but that we have kept with something for two years. Yeah. Like. And one thing that's always consistent is us saying we really need to record. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys, if we had a dime for every time that Corbin and I said that just in passing on our day to day basis. We'd probably have like around a dollar. Yeah, it'd be like in the past week. (laughs) Actually, though. Yeah, two years. Well done, us. I wish we had more to show for it, but well sure. done, us. Yeah, we're in the, I don't know, we're in like the 30s of total episodes now. This is our year. This is our year. Just like we it's said last year. It's going to take off. <laughs> Everybody knows that the most successful podcast had all, rounded down to zero member like mm-hmm. listeners until their second year into their third year. That's right. Exactly. It's like a known fact, honestly. The other thing I wanted to start off by talking about, just because it's been sticking with me so hard, is how much setting up a fucking Oculus sucks ass. We haven't talked about something that's really pissed us off in a while. (laughs) And the thing that scares me is you know the Oculus is listening to everything you said. (laughs) And I made multiple what could be considered credible threats to the life of Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) because of it. It's true. We were, it was like what, Saturday, Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. Memorial Day weekend. We were just ready to wake up. We were up pretty early. Trying to putt around. We were trying to play some VR putt-putt together, and it took us nearly two hours to get everything we didn't settled. play until afternoon <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's like we ate breakfast we started trying to set them up it didn't work for the longest fucking time and it's not like it was just one of our headsets because mine was screwing up for a while too and like whatever that was just so frustrating i'm like yeah and the least efficient we ended playing early because mine continued to screw up true yeah and we only played like little while the thing is they haven't had the fucking mileage put on them to excuse this level of fucking behavior exactly it's not like we're breaking them out every day or anything we haven't played them in months Mm -hmm. i turned it on we updated the oculus dude we i removed and re-downloaded the The walkabout mini golf app Mm -hmm. and it was still giving me fucking trouble (laughs) it was so frustrating and then yeah i just kept dropping from our wi-fi I also feel like we're feeding off of each other. 
something would piss one of us off. They would just piss the other person off more like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and my golf game suffers when my mentals aren't 100%. I think that was the worst part is like, I was like, okay, we got it working. Think I'm good. Then now we're trying to golf on top of it. So they like miss. Well, like we're trying to play putt, but we're not trying to golf out here. But I took like, a couple full swings. <laughs> you definitely Late did. game. <laughs> trying to do the most simple putt and the putter accidentally touches the ball. So it rolls like one inch and it counts it as a stroke. So dumb. Oh, that was driving us nutty. It was funny, though. Looking back on it now, it's funny. But also frustrating. Oculus, get your shit together. Yeah. Mark, I know you're embarrassed. Mark, we know you're listening. Because you've lost (laughs) so much money. And it's all to be blamed on your own hubris. Mm -hmm. But don't make us casual gamers who just wanted the Oculus to play walkabout mini golf suffer. Because the rest of the world didn't want to go into your dumb fucking VR avatar world where no one even has fucking legs, bro. (laughs) They're just floating around, buddy. It looks dumb. And the (laughs) fact that you sank everything into this, you said, I made an app that directly ripped off another platform (laughs) and just hit the market at the perfect time. You said because of that business genius and acumen, you can get everybody into a virtual reality world where they want to live their lives. And you give us fucking <laughs> less fucking unique than the Wii sports dudes. <laughs> and that's how you want me to identify myself to the world. And less cool music yeah. than the Wii. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that, uh, that rant rivals your tomatoes on a hamburger rant. They're still dumb. <laughs> I've started getting tomatoes on more things. I will still mm-hmm. not eat a fucking slab of tomato on my hamburger. <laughs> just some soggy fucking wet thing just slapped in the middle uh, of my hot steaming meat and buns. <laughs> Fuck off. I already have ketchup. I don't need two representations of tomato. Oh, it's dumb. shit. I knew you'd like that one. Um, Speaking of things that are stupid, though. Yeah, I think HBO and their user interface, it's just it's Chris Pratt. And what I mean by that is, (laughs) yeah, I don't know what that means. At first, you're cool with it. Okay, but then they do all these things where they try to make you think, oh, it's going to be a different experience. (laughs) We're improving this. We're taking risks, but it's always going to be good. And then HBO Max came out and it was the fucking exact same thing as HBO Go was. It's true. Right. And now we're on to Max, which is just (laughs) the same fucking thing that HBO Max was. They just kind of changed the tone a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's still Chris fucking Pratt not doing any acting. He's just (laughs) being himself in every fucking role. And that is like the it. user interface of every HBO fucking venture. And they send out all these things like, oh, my God, you got to change and evolve. And then Get they ready do for the new nothing. experience. The experience is never better. It's always the same bullshit, which it should be pretty premium considering the fact that it's $15 a month. Right. But instead, it's laid out in the dumbest way possible. Mm hmm. There's no like user friendly features in it whatsoever. <laughs> it looks ugly. 
Like, fuck off. They should not be advertising, like, just wait for these new rollout of Max That's coming the thing. soon. Why didn't they just do... They could have done a stealth rollout, and I'd just been like, oh, they're calling it Max now? Cool. Same. But they yeah. released all these fucking commercials where they're mm-hmm. like... It's gonna be a big deal. They fucking paid for Jason Momoa <laughs> to do a full fucking ad read about it. And guess what? It's the same fucking shit. Honestly, though, did they even did they like combine with another service or no. something? Or is it it no. was really just a rebrand? Yeah, it was the same it? thing that they did from HBO Go to HBO Max. Oh, my God. That's even worse. I thought I thought it was because they like combined it with like combined with combined. That's what I just said. It's like combined. <laughs> With like Paramount Plus or something for some reason, because there's no way they're making money. And I don't think so. Otherwise, I'll be upset. No, definitely not. Because I here's how I know this. I was gonna put on Cheers the other night, mm. but Cheers is only on Paramount Plus, which I'm not fucking paying for. Shit. <laughs> I saw the Halo show. I was very upset. So I went to go watch Cheers, and it says it's only available on Paramount. So if Paramount was part of fucking Max. Then I should have been able to watch it on Max, but I wasn't able to. So I I don't think there's been any change. It was just a straight up rebrand. We want blue instead of purple. Right. I'm like, that's so dumb. Like, we want our app to look exactly like the Amazon and Paramount and Tubi app. Yeah. So you know what? HBO? Fucking fuck you. Get out of here. You can go in that same room as the Zuck over there. You can Zuck each other off, okay? You want to hear another stupid story? Yeah. I have another airplane story. I swear to God. If you did the bottle again... It's not the water bottle. I'm not can, flying with you ever again. I can, I can happily say it's not the water bottle experience. We were recently on a flight back from Colorado. Everything was totally fine on the flight out there. Nothing unusual aside from it being frontier and it just being the worst service possible next to spirit we're on our way back we've had a nice trip middle of the flight i'm like you know what i'm just gonna go pee now beat the rush that they know it's gonna be coming before the little seatbelt sign comes off like nearing the landing whatever and we've already been like chatting with the flight attendants on this flight because they were so many i have to preface this with there's so many dumb people on this flight oh so you're on a plane yeah but more than (laughs) usual like there was four people in different rows sitting in the wrong seats around us that we could hear there was one lady it's not hard there was one lady that walked all the way to the back of the plane (laughs) then we heard a flight attendant having to yell at someone at the another flight attendant going she's in row two i don't know why she's back here so they had to help this lady go all the way up to the front which is such chaos because the whole fucking aisle is packed full of people trying to get back to their seats in the back of the plane yep so we have no idea how she ended up in the back of the plane when her ticket said two um other things were happening like Four people, or sorry, like two people had the same two seats as other people confirmed by their tickets. So they accidentally booked two people in the same seats. They had already technically oversold the flight fly? with Put Frontier. Put fucking blast. With Fuck Frontier. you, yeah, it was, Frontier. It was the absolute worst. I, I am actively avoiding ever flying with Frontier again. 
Yeah, you, I've been boycotting them for a long time now. So all this is happening. One of the flight attendants um, is passing out, you know, water and snacks or whatever and stuff. And they don't even give snacks at this point on Frontier. They're just like doing water. And I just tell her like, man, you guys are really having to go through it today. Like I was just making a funny comment, whatever. And she starts laughing and she's like, oh, my gosh, you have no idea. It's like you probably only saw what was around you. She was like, this flight was one of the worst we've had in a while. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck? So I'm about to go to the bathroom. All the flight attendants are at the front just like hanging out. Now they're probably all just conversing about how stupid everyone is on this flight. But I walk up to the bathroom, give them a nice little friendly wave. And I know the bathroom is unlocked. I open the door and a woman is in there who had not locked the door. Pants down. I whip my head back around. And I went, oh, sorry. She screamed. Obviously. I mean, I can't blame her for that. Like I can. She didn't lock the fucking door. door. It's an easy door to lock. It's a slider. (laughs) Which the lights don't really come on unless you lock the door. So she was just sitting there in like semi-darkness. I think they do come on. Oh. Oh, maybe it's the door closed. I thought it was when you locked the door. That's the thing, though. Is the door... When you're closing the door, there's not a way that I can think of to close the door that it doesn't put my hand on the fucking lock lock, slide for me to be like, oh, yeah, I got to fucking lock this. And I'm going to the bathroom in a public fucking (laughs) setting. (laughs) I open the door. I immediately like try and shut the door as fast as I can. Just apologize as loud as I could. She screams. I turn around. I'm now facing these four flight attendants who are all just cackling they are all like like one lady had like tears in her eyes she was laughing so hard she was like oh my they were all just like oh my god like making such a big deal out of this and i was like bruh like you guys didn't help me out at all like you guys were standing up here so you know someone went into that fucking bathroom and yet you made eye contact with me i waved at you guys to say hello and then i opened the bathroom door so number one at first i was like god damn it these fucking flight attendants did not just put me on blast like that. What I have come to terms with is they might have just need a little bit more entertainment and they just let it happen. Just let it play out at that point. Here's my question. Though. I also didn't delay. It was like a pretty quick like I went up there. I was like, oh, there's a bathroom. It's unlocked. Cool. The thing is, though, airplane bathroom doors are so chaotic and they've they change. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're closing um, Mm -hmm. requirements every single time I use them. I can use the same door on the same plane during the same flight. (laughs) And it changes. And it's like, oh, it's a full open now. To close the door will change every time. It's like, oh, I have to use my foot this time? In my panic, I'd have just like lodged it open and be like, I don't know what to do. Dude. But my question is, so did you stand out there and wait until she walked out? And then. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. So I immediately turn around. They're laughing. And I would just went, I am so sorry. And they were just still laughing. They didn't give me any like, oh, it's OK. It happens. Actually, I said, oh, my gosh, like that's so embarrassing. And one of the flight attendants did say it happens more often than you would think. And I was like, OK, it makes it feel a little better. But I'm still not standing up here now. I'm wearing a bright yellow hat on this flight. I'm like very identifiable. So I literally go back to my seat. Kennedy's like, oh, that was that was fast. I take off my hat. And so now I'm just in my seat. So she can't see who it was. 
And I'm just like, oh, I just, I, here's what happened. I opened the door. There's a lady in there. And now I literally don't have to pee because I was so embarrassed. <laughs> like it, it made it like my bladder shriveled up and all the pee just got ingested, I think, in my body out of pure nerves. And the flight attendants afterwards, the one that I had talked to previously came by and said, oh, by the way, just so you know, she was like collecting trash and she was like, by the way, we're about to turn on the seatbelt sign. Uh, if you need to go to the bathroom still, you should go now. And I was like, oh, I'm good. And she was like, are you sure you've got plenty of time? I'm like, yeah, I'm too embarrassed. I don't want to go up there. And she just started laughing and she was like, all right, fair enough. Honestly, that that you was... shouldn't accept any embarrassment for that because that's 100% that lady's fault. I know it is, but it's like it felt so intrusive and then being like, a man doing that like it just felt so wrong no obviously it was on fucking accident dumb yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh i was sweating bullets my boy i got back to my seat and i was just like sweaty and red-faced and oh i hate shit like that that's the dumbest thing i've heard somebody doing on i didn't like that one since I watched that video of somebody opening up the exit door <laughs> while they were Dude, telling you yeah, for landing. What the fuck? It was, it was just like one of the most ridiculous flights where so many things were happening and so many things happened throughout the flight that I was just like, how? How are this many people in one location like this horrible? But I was like, well, there's another story to write down and remember to tell to Corbin. Dude, flying on planes is so much worse than it used to be. Honestly, I hate it. If it wasn't the faster way, like there's no situation where I'd say I'd prefer the same amount of travel time to like the airport, Mm -hmm. you know, waiting for the flight, the flight after the airport, whatever. Yeah. If this if the time commitment is the same as driving, I would 100 percent rather drive. Yeah, because you're in your own space. You have so much more control over the situation. Airports are wild, man. There's not some weird dude looking at a screen being like, fucking look at these balls. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I I hate when I'm watching a movie and I forget there's like a sex scene in it or something. I just let that shit ride, bro. I do, too, at this point. I'm like. Sometimes I even I'll angle my phone towards the person next to me. <laughs> She's like, you want to watch this yeah, together? I'll turn on the subtitles so they can just see it saying moans. <laughs> Aggressive moaning. I'm like, like, do you mm. like that? That's why I'm sitting in the middle seat right now. Like, you want to share a headphone for this? I actually make sex scene compilations. <laughs> just for the three hour flight. It's just consistent. Yeah, but I can just be like, no, they're just from movies. It's not porn. I would absolutely despise sitting next to that. And I watched them without headphones. (laughs) (laughs) There was that was the other weird thing is this flight. They made an announcement. They've been doing that lately. That said, you are not allowed to listen to your phone volume. Yeah, it's ridiculous because I've heard it on so many occasions where they're like, if you're going to fucking watch some shit on your phone, use headphones, which I can't believe. Well, I, you know what makes sense? I've seen some people watching without. Planes used to be, you know, airplanes. Now they're just fucking city buses that go into the sky. Right. And on public transport, I've had so many situations where people are just watching stuff out loud. Fucking, they bring boom boxes on with them. 
Like they've got their Bluetooth speaker yeah. held up to their like there's just this fucking like, you know, 30 year old dude who comes on. And he's like, I'm sure everybody else wants to hear everything that I'm listening to right now. Yeah. What is up with that? There's kids playing their games with the volume on. That's a wild mentality to have to be like, I know everyone wants to hear me listening to this movie. If my switch on my phone gets flipped and I get a text out in public. It's you might as well shoot me in the fucking head <laughs> right then. Like if people hear that, ding, you're like, oh, so you like go around and personally fucking, it to sustains to for so long too. True. Not sure if you ever noticed that with one the does. ding sound, yeah. Which I don't know if I it's the actual sound that they programmed into it, or if it is the damage that's done to my ears. <laughs> Your ears and are it's still just ringing. The aftershock mm. of hearing that awful sound could be a bit of both. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple people within the last year on a flight just, like, watching a movie close to their eyeballs and with their speaker pointed to their ear. You can't just be raw-dogging audio like that. For real. At that point, I'm like, don't just don't watch it. Yeah. What are you doing? Turn on subtitles. Turn it all the way down. I don't know. Do something. Or fucking, see, you know whose problem it is? People who don't wear their headphones through the whole airport. Mm. When I get to the airport, I put all my stuff down on the ground. I take my headphones out of my bag. I put them on and I say, I'm not going to fucking listen to anybody. I'm going to take these off through security. I'm going to put them right back on and I'm going to be in my own little fucking world. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want everything about my bearing to say unapproachable. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say anything to me. I'm not going to look at you. You're existing you in your space. Have, I'm existing in mine. Yeah, you will have to put yourself outside of your comfort zone to get my attention. <laughs> you will have to, like, intentionally try to get my attention. Right. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm watching YouTube videos and listening to music. I feel like with your headphones on, even if someone was standing in front of you waving to get your attention, you would just stare at them and just keep walking. They would have to like physically touch you. Yeah, they'd have to be grabbing me by the shirt and shaking me. (laughs) And then I would still just pop one one muff off and be like, what? Hmm? What do you need? (laughs) I wouldn't even do that. Mine have the feature where I can cover. Oh, true. The one like outside of the cup. And it'll allow sound to pass through. Okay, bougie. Not bougie. These were not that expensive, <laughs> but they're nice. They're- okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna change direction off of stuff that pisses us off, and I'm gonna bring up something that made me laugh so hard the other day. I I don't exactly know how this started. We were all sitting out on the back porch, me, you, and Kennedy, and we had just eaten dinner, and we got onto the topic of Little Debbie snacks. Yeah, they're good. I have never in my life heard a more intelligent conversation about little Debbie snack cakes, like of any kind. There were even other brands brought into the mix to just like, but there was a genuine, like deep conversation had about little Debbie and the different dessert items. And I was just sitting there and I just wrote that down because I was like, I'm amazed at the passion and the expertise Here's the thing. If I could have written about Lil Debbie cakes for college <laughs> papers, I'd have a degree 
All right. But if no, you can... they always want me to write about dumb shit that I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> and life's too short for that. Oh, dude. It was, I was dying. I was just sitting in silence, just reveling in the facts being thrown out. And the, yeah. if they asked me to do a comparative analysis between fucking for real oatmeal cream pies mm-hmm. and nutty bars, you guys were I'd have done, you guys brought up been great beautiful. points about every little Debbie snack cake possibility. And you're like, Hostess has this and this and this. Or whatever, Hostess is largely trash. You're like, but for the most, like, Little Debbie will always win because they have boom, boom, boom. Like, it was so, there was, like, so many factors and variables you guys were considering. And Well, the thing is, Hostess is all fucking flair, right? They're like, we do mm. seven spirals every time on the cupcake. And I'm like, yeah, but the cupcake? Subpar. Do you remember, wasn't it, wasn't there, like, a wives tale that if it didn't have seven wives tale what are we in the fucking 50s I don't Cody? Know, what do you call rumor yeah i guess yeah. Be. <laughs> you know how wives always say some dumb inaccurate <laughs> not true shit because they're fuck. bored with life is that where the term wives tale comes <laughs> yeah. from fuck i didn't know that i yeah, apologize it was like wives are you know dumb gossipy little birds chirping with each other oh my gosh that's horrible i'm never saying that again. i think at least i don't know maybe oh, i'm putting my own biases into it <laughs> well a rumor i don't i definitely don't want to say wives tale that's where it comes from there was like that rumor that if you caught it without seven spirals on it you would like get you had to fuck it yeah yeah it was, it was the weirdest thing it was like <laughs> this person just showed up and made you I fucked it with seven spirals. <laughs> I, I don't know like what that, I can't remember. It was like, you would get like a year's worth. You would get like a $50 gift card or something. I heard multiple things. And then that's when I realized it was probably fake. Yeah, probably. You're right. The hostess is about the flair. Yeah. Little I mean, Debbie's tried and true. Cause there's nothing good about it. Like I would take a single, Swiss cake roll, a.k.a. half of a normal package of Swiss cake rolls. Mm-hmm. I would take a single Swiss cake roll over a whole box of the cupcakes. Damn. Yeah. And if you could see his face right now, he means it. I fucking mean it. I can see the seriousness. Like, have you ever actually eaten a Twinkie? It has probably been 15 years there is one form in which I enjoy a Twinkie. What is that? Battered and deep, deep fried. fried. That's mm. the only way they're acceptable. Otherwise, they are actual garbage. I don't know if I've ever had a plain Twinkie. I have had a deep fried one. That might have been the last time. Deep fried's good. Regular standard Twinkie. Even then, though. Can go join HBO Max in the Zuck. <laughs> I would have, I have so many other dessert and fried options above a fried Twinkie. I mean, yeah, I'd probably rather have a regular funnel cake because mm-hmm. they're bigger and you can put maple syrup on them and oh. chocolate sauce and whipped cream. Never thought about syrup. Wait, do you just raw dog funnel cakes? Are you just content with just having powdered <laughs> sugar, the world's driest snack? Yeah, kind of. I didn't realize. I mean, sometimes I've had it with like strawberries and stuff on it. Gross. But I've never had it with syrup. Yeah, I didn't syrup, even realize that was a thing. Chocolate sauce, whipped cream. Chocolate sauce, maybe. I don't know about whipped cream. I'm not a big whipped cream boy. 
You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys could see his face right now, he's serious about that. It's too. been two years too long this podcast has run. <laughs> this is the this is the final. It's the final Hot Boys episode. The final fact. It's going to continue as Hot Boy. That sent you over. <laughs> and it's me. It's only me. You're. I'm kicking you off. Because I don't like whipped cream. Yeah. That was just such a great conversation about Little Debbie, though. I was just so... It was amazing. Yeah. If I could meet Big Debbie, I'd be pretty happy. You'd be like, I'd fanboy for real. You'd like, your daughter makes some amazing desserts. Well, I assume she grew up. <laughs> oh, I see. I thought you were referencing Lil Debbie's mom. No, I'm referencing current Lil Debbie. I see. Yeah, because Lil Debbie was started in what? 60s, maybe? 70s? 80s? Yeah. Somewhere back then? Out of all my junk food heroes, mm-hmm. it's it's not pronounced heroin, is it? <laughs> The like a female yeah. hero, yeah. It is heroin, just mm-hmm. like the drug. Yeah, yeah. So out of all my junk food heroines, little Debbie takes it. Mm. She could fucking kill Wendy, one freckle a goddamn time. <laughs> also, sorry if y'all can hear the neighbor's dog barking. They haven't put him down yet. <laughs> and, yeah, he's been going for a while. So enjoy that little background noise, and understand that we don't record this in a vacuum. It's the worst. Ted Lasso season three had me fucked up. The yeah, other day. it was really good. I liked it. I was texting Nick about it and he had just texted me. I think it was earlier today. He was like, I just finished. I told him, I think every episode of Ted Lasso season three made me at least misty eyed. If not, like felt like I was literally crying. Yeah. At least once an episode, which is a lot. Like, it was an emotional-ass fucking season. It was so good. It was good. Great series. Yeah. Great cast. I'm sad that this piece is over. If they carry on and do something else with it or a spinoff or something, that's awesome. I'd be totally here for it. But three seasons of Ted Lasso just does not seem like enough. But it's what we needed. I know. It really is. Because one did suck if it just got worse, if it just got bad. True. It's like it stopped while it is far, far ahead of even becoming bad. Which would be really hard as a show. It's really hard in everything. When you're on a roll, it's hard to <laughs> it's stop. true, to just keep going. But when you don't stop, you gamble all your money away. Mm. You puke because you ate too many nachos. <laughs> you know, you... That sounds like personal experience. You start to bomb because... You're not getting the laughs anymore. So you're trying more and more desperately to get people to laugh. Mm. And instead, you're just looking more and more stupid. <laughs> it was, it's easily still one of my top favorite shows. I feel like I don't, I'm not contributing much to this episode. But it's okay. It's, and it's weird too, because I thought I was going to knock it out of the park because I was feeling really good today on my drive home, mm. which is weird because I feel like you contributed. 1 and 2.30 p.m. today, I was just a full-blown rage machine. I was so <laughs> upset. Everything around me that was happening was so dumb. Like, and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to rein it in because we're recording like, the podcast yell, today. And your voice cracks. Oh, shit. 
just within the confines of your own private space of your car. Did you yell in your car today? Oh, yeah, a couple times. Why? Because it was just annoying. What were people doing? Just existing a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was like pissed off that they would put a, you know, a spot for you to take a right turn Mm. at a place that the lights aren't timed well enough for you to ever get a gap. Oh, true. I do hate that. And it's just always traffic. And you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do in this situation? And your Mm. GPS wants you to immediately shoot across all the lanes to get into a left turn lane. Yeah. And it gives you 20 yards. Yeah. If that to do it. Yeah. It, and it's so frustrating. Big bro, I'm crossing three lanes to get into this turning lane. <laughs> I can tell this stuff is just simmering oh, right under the surface. I was so upset. <laughs> but then I was driving home. And I was like, I feel so good. Like, I feel great. You're like, I'll leave all that People behind. People were doing dumb shit. I was just letting them do it. I was like, whatever. Big bro. Like, mere hours ago, I was using my horn. <laughs> and here you are just chilling now. Yeah. Good for you for turning it around. Okay, thank you. I'm pretty good. I feel like you've contributed. I wouldn't say you have not contributed to this episode at all. I disagree. So I feel like it's been pretty even. I disagree. I have something else you can contribute. Something you said to me the other day that really grossed me out. I've never said anything gross in my fucking life. So you said, "What if?" Hey, lie incoming. Lie incoming. Prepare <laughs> for Cody to fucking be a big old liar. <laughs> We were literally standing in this living room not too long ago, and you said something about how what if our nipples had roots in them, like an iceberg, so sometimes you could pull them out, but you had to pull them out by the root, and I fucking... I said that? Yeah. No, I have no memory whatsoever of saying that. Literally, all I have written down is Corbin said iceberg nipples with a root. I don't even know what that would mean. I don't even know what we were talking. Like, how did we possibly get on the topic of. Anyway, it's gross regardless. And I'm excited. Did you dream it? No. God damn it. I'm just excited to delete it out of my phone. Because every time I go to write something as a note to mention in the podcast, that keeps catching my attention and it creeps me out every time. So I just have to. I don't even know how that would have. Like where my brain could have been to come up with that. I don't know, but I have a gnarly mental I'd be image so of it. Like, stoned. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. Pretty gnarly though, huh? Yeah, it's really gross. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> Make you relive you saying that? Eye for you an made... eye makes the whole world blind, dickhead. <laughs> we'll be blind together. I don't wanna be. With root nipples. I have seven. It's true, actually. Gross. Stop watching me change. Again, have you never noticed how when I let the dogs out, I just come and stare in your window? I can't wait to move out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you find yourself like, uh, do you fidget a lot or anything? Sometimes. Sometimes I don't, and sometimes I do. Depends. And like, I had a fidget spinner when I was working from home and like on my desk at work, and every now and then I'd pull it out, but like, Fidget spinners are fun, but they're like a novelty and that wears off really quick. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I like tearing things up. <laughs> I like folding things. You're like pieces of paper. No, folding isn't destructive. Folding is sometimes. Origami. You know, space preserving. No, I don't fold anything with like mo- a purpose with more than making it smaller. I see. Okay. 
Like, I wish I had the patience to fold a fucking origami swan. That'd be dope. But instead, I'm just like, I'm going to make this square that keeps getting smaller until You're I like, can't I fold I am going to get seven folds. I know I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild that you... Like, you can't do it. Yeah, it's infuriating to me. That's like one of those facts that I just... Because it's not a big number. No, it's not. And you, you're you so confident. You're like, one through five, you're like, yeah. two more. And then you'd go into fold six and you're like... Fold six, like... The game has changed drastically. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. Seven's never going to happen. I do a lot of things. One weird thing that I feel like I... I knew I did for a long time, but it hasn't been brought to my attention that it's as weird as it is until like a couple years ago when Kennedy brought it up that I do. And it's I mess with the skin on the back of my hands a lot. I have a lot of excess skin. See, I get that, though, because I'll I'll play with my. Uh, like oh, yeah. Digit the knuckle. Skin. Yeah. Like my knuck skin. Yeah. I like it because like you pinch it together and if it sticks, it means you're dehydrated. Mine's never not stuck. <laughs> but I'm also famously known for not drinking enough water and any day. Wait, is that is that true, though? Or was that I a think rumor so. as well? I don't know if it was a rumor, but it makes sense to me in my brain because it like, does to me, too. When like, I think oh, my skin, skin would be dry. Yeah. When I think of like the, you know, the backside of my skin, <laughs> the the side that is on, you know, the inside. Right. You know. I'm like, yeah, if I had a lot of water, it'd be slick. If I didn't have enough water, it'd be kind of goopy and sticky. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Hmm. We need to fact check that. But maybe some of us are just sticky inside and some of us aren't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a first date question. So would you describe yourself as sticky you, inside yeah, or slick inside? Are you sticky all up in there, girl? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, that would be horrible. Yeah, I just I have a lot of excess skin. I feel like so I just mess with it a lot. Wouldn't it be really cool if this might <laughs> fall into like the your nipple no. list? Oh fuck! Wouldn't it be really at cool least we can hear it live. If all of our nerve endings were on our muscles, so we could feel the inside of our skin, but our outer <laughs> skin was just more no feeling, like a shell. Yeah, like kind of keep us a little. More impervious to pain. You could feel like the reverberations of something hitting yeah. the outside. But you could always feel that, you know, the sticky coating. <laughs> oh. God, those people that have like, like your mom has an aversion to like honey. Because she does not like the way it's like sticky. See, I love sticky stuff until I'm over it, but then I just wash it off. <laughs> Like when I'm first sticky with <laughs> it's something, it's just simple. I just wash it off. <laughs> yeah, when I'm first sticky with something, I'm just like, you know, I, like, I'm like, hmm. yeah, this is fun. I couldn't stay sticky, but it's rare to be in a situation where you're stuck sticky. Like it's not right. a super common thing. True. So when I am, I'm like, oh, this is kind of annoying, but it's no more annoying than like swamp ass or something. Right. Where you're just swassing about and you're like. Wish this wasn't the case, but it is. And then there's like a solution to it. Yeah. Like as soon as you find toilet paper, you can swass it up. Right. As soon as you find a sink, you can wash it off or even just a fucking clutch little. Oh, I've got hand sanitizer. Like perfect. <laughs> I have not shared this thought out loud. You've tried to get drunk on hand sanitizer. Yeah. Actually, a couple times. That explains a lot. Anytime I'm like sick. 
and your nose is stopped up, I wish that our nostrils, like the tube that is our nostril, you could just like pull out and it might hurt a little, might be a little stuck in there, but like that layer of skin, you could just pull out like the tube of it and like throw it away. And it would be like, well, like if you tried to squish it together, I hate the thought of it, but it would be the most convenient thing to be like, oh, my nose is stopped up. And it, just get rid of it all. It also just demonstrates a total lack of understanding for how our sinuses oh, work. Yeah. 100%. Or what causes congestion 100%. in the first place. My brain, as a little kid, just thought it was like a tube. And that was it. I always just thought, I was like, I was like, there's such a big ball of snot and booger in there that I need to get rid of. And I was like, why won't it come out? Like, I didn't understand that it was just swollen. Right. Stuffy nose is the fucking worst. Honestly. And it's really fucking stupid of the body to have that function. Yeah. Because the reason like in through your nose, out through your mouth is number one, like the natural way you should breathe anyway. Mm-hmm. It's probably not because a lot of us probably end up mouth breathing more often because we're exposed to so many fucking pollutants every day that right. our noses are way less functional than they used to be. I bet. Preach it. But for your nose to stuff up, because it's irritated is dumb <laughs> yeah. because you're supposed to breathe in through your nose. Cause all those dumb little hairs in your nose catch impurities. Yep. So you can get fresher air in your lungs. So now it's just forcing me to mouth breathe and taste and the take pollutants. in bad air into mm-hmm. my lungs during a time that I'm actively supposed to be getting healthier. <laughs> yeah, like, true. yeah, give me a true. cough. I get it. Fine. Right. Don't take away my ability to breathe through my nose. If you're sitting there listening to this, And you can breathe clearly out of your nose. Just acknowledge it and enjoy it. And when you have a stuffy nose next time, you can remember this moment. I will say it's one reason I never want to get my nose broken. Doesn't that uh, like fuck with your breathing? I think sometimes like people who get their nose broken can sometimes never be able to like breathe through like a nostril. Oh my God. So they're always stuck on one nostril. Because the one relief you can get when you have a stuffy nose is when you're laying down and you change sides. Mm-hmm. And then you go through this torment where it's all stuffed up for like five to ten breaths and then it clears out and you're like. Yeah. Isn't there like technically aren't you always only breathing out of one nostril or the other? Yeah. So technically. But. Mine's out of my right right now. Yeah. Mine's right nostril. Why don't we get both? I don't Another know. dumb fucking design. <laughs> what the like, fuck are our human bodies doing out here? I've never been like, damn, I wish my other nostril would take over because right nostrils tired. Right. Oh, uh, the human body is fucking weird. Also, I'm getting throat noises like crazy. Yeah, I'm hearing them. Are you? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but we can was, edit that shit out, baby. Mm, might leave them in. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, y'all can hear what we have to put up with. Dude. Um, But no, yeah. Like, the human body, sometimes you're learning about it, and you're like, oh, it's so amazing. I can't believe I get to exist inside one of these things. Like, right. they're perfected. They always run within, like, a couple degrees. The autonomy of the, of the human body. Like, it's so incredible. You're like, I don't have to think to breathe until I say that, and now I am thinking a little bit about it. But in any other situation... Like, when you see where the body fails, you're like, this is a really dumb design flaw. (laughs) If we could get a patch for that, that'd be fucking dope. So many things. 
Like the fact that it doesn't take much to put my eyes out of commission. Yeah. One of the most important tools that I have for surviving are not protected at all. Yeah. Aside from a thin layer of skin. Protecting them is largely based on my reflexes. (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah. You tried to take them out when you were little too. Yeah, try to take them fucking out when I was little. Dinosaur tooth. I fucking let shit fall apart in them. I let contact lenses fall apart in them. Yep. I got a piece of bark in it once. <laughs> That's why you couldn't fucking get contacts in your eyes. You had too much bark flying around. Yeah, in bark and dinosaur tooth. <laughs> bark and shards of a dinosaur tooth. Not shards. It was the whole thing. It just fucking ripped my tear duct out of my face. <laughs> Did it actually? I had to get reconstructive surgery on my tear duct. What? Yeah. I didn't realize it was I had a little that tube gnarly. in my eyeball. How did you go from playing with the dinosaur tooth to it being lodged in your tear duct? I was in the basement, and my neighbor okay. was coming over to pick up my sisters to go over to their house and play with his daughters. And I was super excited. Mm. Like, I didn't have this thing more than two weeks. <laughs> it might have been, like, a couple days after I got it. Damn. And I was downstairs, and since I had the dinosaur tooth, I could imagine the rest of the T-Rex around it. So I was having a grand old time playing with my pet T-Rex in the basement. <laughs> Doorbell rings. I said, yo, he's going to flip over this. Because I was convinced it was 100% real. I was like, this is a real dinosaur tooth. This isn't like, just, I know for a fact this is certified. I look at it now. It's so fake looking. Like <laughs> I can You still see, have it? Uh, yeah, it's somewhere. Oh, my God. I can see where the two halves of the mold came together. <laughs> like, you can see that it was hand-painted. It was hand-painted well. That's cool. But, like, under the smallest level of scrutiny, you're like, yeah, this is fake. This is a toy. Right. But I didn't believe it then. And I was like. Kids' eyes will see I was like, this that. adult man is going to lose his fucking mind when I show him when what I have. When I have a prehistoric. Yeah. Tyrannosaurus Rex tooth. He's going to have a whole existential crisis because he's going to hold a piece of not even the history of man, but the history of Earth. And he's going to realize the insignificance of the speck that he is (laughs) in the grand scheme of things. I was like, I'm going to fucking change his world. I'm giving this man a new perspective on life. So with a dinosaur tooth just fucking clenched in my young boy hand. Were you white knuckling it? Were you like. Oh, yeah. Because you got a white knuckle when you're going to tear ass up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I am not letting this thing go. Because, like, you know, my little kid brain was going on full overdrive. Because you know <laughs> what it was saying? Not only are you going to be fast enough to get to be the one to answer the door. Because you remember oh. getting to answer the door as a oh, kid yeah. before you turn into a social what recluse. A fucking thrill. Which is crazy now because somebody knocks on my door when I'm not expecting it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you did not call me three times and text yeah, me like, five times before like, you came over. I don't look through that peephole until I'm sure you're gone <laughs> or you knock again. <laughs> so as a kid, yeah, but as different. a kid being the first one to the door. You might as well just get to fucking go punch all your siblings in the face. You're just like, I'm fucking better. than It's an Olympic gold medal as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And the thought that upon not only winning that race, being the first to greet our friend into our home. Mm. But as was mentioned previously, not much of an athlete. Young Corbin. (laughs) 
He's about as athletic as current Corbin, which is not very. His feet and legs became potatoes and noodles, (laughs) respectively. Oh, no. (laughs) And he went face first into the... Right into the stairs. Fuck. I didn't even make it upstairs. Oh I was my halfway God. the whole time. I already knew it was fucked up because I saw blood, right? I was like, oh, out shit. of my one eye, I could see some blood. And I was in a lot of pain. And the parents were immediately freaking out. But I was telling them with all my heart, I was like, it was the stare that did this to me. <laughs> Not the dinosaur tooth. Because I knew. You don't get to keep that toy. No, right, right. It like, cuts your eye open, and that thing's going straight exactly. in the trash. Like, if that was a neighbor's dog, your parents are petitioning to have it fucking euthanized. Right. right? It's hard to keep up bringing putting down dogs. Yeah, like, sorry, guys. We have to move to a single-level house now because the stare fucked my eye up. But no, it wasn't the stare. It was the dinosaur tooth. <laughs> but I was like, they're going to take the dinosaur tooth from me if they know that that's what did it. <laughs> It was all the stairs fall. Like, if anything, the dinosaur tooth protected me from the stair, making it worse. Right. Like. True. I was I'm actively experiencing extreme trauma for a five year old, like (laughs) huge medical trauma. (laughs) But I'm still just like ride or fucking die. You're holding the bloody tooth in your hand now. I think it was the first thing that made me feel alive ever. (laughs) Was half of that dinosaur tooth. And guess what? Confiscated. Sad. You know when I got to touch it? 18 years old. That's when I got to keep it. (laughs) (laughs) I was allowed to touch it, to put it into my backpack, to take to show and tell with strict orders to (laughs) not touch it at any other point than when I'm doing show and tell and being like, this cost my parents approximately (laughs) $30,000. And I know what you're thinking. Is it because it's a real dinosaur tooth? Yes, but we got the dinosaur tooth for a steal, but it was because it went through (laughs) my face. (laughs) You're like, that is correct, but also because of the trauma. Wow. I'm surprised they trusted you to even bring it in for a show and tell. Yeah. I was a trustworthy kid. Good on him. And I didn't play with it. You were like Mr. Rule follower in the baggie. I don't know why. Yeah, it was kept in a Ziploc baggie, which was the weirdest thing. Your DNA and blood was still Probably, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I used to go like fish it out of this like teapot that it was kept in or it was kept in this like decorative watering can. So I'd go like fish it out when nobody was home and like look at it. You're like, oh, I still see my And like there were times that I was like, I wonder, is that my blood? Or is that just the way it was painted? I want to say I was probably like six or seven, maybe six. And we were out in our driveway and our neighbors, the two neighbor kids were over. Now, these two neighbor kids would like fuck with Clint and I all the time. Like we were injured several times by these kids. In like a bully way or like they were a roughhousing family and you weren't type of way. The like older, if they roughhouse, you guys play video games. Was it like that? The older, no, it wasn't even a, it, it was a, a boy and a girl and they were just like mean, genuinely. The worst kids. Yeah. But yet somehow we still hung out with them, but I think they were just like shitty from time to time, but then other times they were fun, I guess. And like one time the kid literally like, Clint was standing there in the driveway and he just took a skateboard and shoved it into Clint's shin. 
which is like out of nowhere. I, I distinctly remember that one. Another one was we had this like tee ball set up where it was like a weighted tee and the ball was on this little like stretchy wire so you could hit it and it would bounce and it would like come back so you could set it back up. So we were letting them try it and I was walking behind the girl to go get something else and she like turned around and looked at me and then smacked me in the fucking face on her backswing with a fucking metal baseball bat right in my eye. Dude, that shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> it changed me. I wish I was a scrappier kid. Like, I wish I had just fucking started fighting some kids. Dude, seriously, in that moment, I wish I would have retaliated. Because, like, there's one that I think of. So, somebody, did you ever, did anybody ever play the, like, rock, they can throw the rock around the world trick on you? (laughs) No. Where you're like, I can throw this rock around the world. You gotta do it with, like, a younger kid. Uh Uh-huh. And they're they're like, no, you can't. And you're like, yeah. Like so, you take a rock and you're like, watch this, and you pretend to throw it, and you're like, do you see it over the horizon? And kids are always gonna like, they're like looking, like what yeah, the fuck? Like, oh yeah, I think so. Like you make yourself think so, especially like throw it into like a sunset. Sunset's yeah. a great time to do this. Oh pull yeah, pull this prank on a kid. And they're like, oh yeah, I think so. You're like keep looking, it's gonna come back around. And then you're standing behind them because you like get behind them to like point to like line up your arm with their eyes. You're like, yeah, yeah, look up there. And like all right, it's past the horizon. Like, it's probably over China right now. It's probably over China. All right, it's coming back around. And you just fucking, you know, toss it over their head and it lands on the dirt in front of them. And they're like, oh, my God. You just tossed a rock around the earth. And you're like, yeah, I'm really fucking strong, dude. It gets crazy. This guy did it. I already knew this trick because I was a little bit older. (laughs) But it's this younger kid. He's a couple years younger than me. And he's like, oh, wait, hold on. I want to try it. So we do it. And he stands behind me and just chucks the rock at the back of my fucking head. This little kid does? Yeah, not even little kid. He's like <coughs> two, maybe three years younger than me. Oh. But like at that time, it's a very drastic difference, right? right? But he hits you right in the head. Just with right that. in the back of the dome. Mm. And then just starts laughing. And I was like, you're the worst type of people. I hate you. Yeah, that sucks. The one time we got revenge. We would always have snowball fights. We had a pretty small, pretty like fairly close knit neighborhood in that like all the kids rode the bus together from when we were in kindergarten till fucking fifth grade or whatever. Right. God, I'm so glad I didn't experience that. Yeah. It was like we knew these kids for ages. So our two houses were always where the snowball fights happened on snow days. And we'd build this giant wall and do all these things and stuff. Well, one year, those two kids, the bully kids pissed off a lot of fucking people apparently in the neighborhood and all the kids came over and they all came to our yard (laughs) and we had little tiny rocks in our yard and we all started packing those into the snowballs and just started beating the hell out of them with snowballs with rocks in it which maybe not the best answer violence isn't always the answer but it felt pretty gratifying at the time and then their mom came out and yelled at all of us but then my mom got mad at their mom for yelling at us dude the the great one parent starts yelling at the kids <laughs> and then the other parent retaliates at the parents and then you just like skate off and like mm-hmm. if the fight goes well you might be able to be like when they get back and they're like I can't believe that and you're like can we go get some ice cream and they're like yeah you've been through a lot today buddy <laughs> you know what that was, that was a lot to handle and you guys did really well composing yourselves as if we didn't I, just pelt them with snowballs with rocks in them but yeah I didn't 
outside of like my friends from school, didn't hang out with anybody else. Like mm-hmm. I was as a kid, we we're always very much like, no, we're at our home. We there's a bubble around our <laughs> home where none of y'all get to exist. That's true. That is that is definitely then, more how you guys grew up. I never liked situations where we were like forced to hang out mm. with other people our age that wasn't school or like a homie's house like yeah. sleepover. Yeah, it sucked when the kid that you didn't want to hang out with came over first and knocked on your door. See, never had to experience that. I don't think anybody mm. ever knocked on my door to be like, you want to come play? Sad. Yeah, that's fine. I was totally. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I guess it's like because you can't control your neighbors. True. And there were some gnarly ones. There was like a good. Probably 14 kids to like 16 kids in our neighborhood that like you could very easily get a baseball game or a kickball game or a football game going in this little like community park in our neighborhood. And See, stuff. maybe that's why I never liked sports. The only time I ever did them was like. At the organized like team stuff where like mm. practice was important. I never experienced like just the like fun side of sports. Yeah. It was always very like, well, we're here to work. You're here for the competition. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was pretty mm. fun. Yeah. We rarely had people to go trick or treating with. Well, sometimes we did. Mm. But we didn't trick or treat a lot because we were just like, let's go to Barnes and Noble. Let's get books. We would do, so my mom was like the big Halloween house in the neighborhood, which is why I think I also love Halloween so much to this day. Halloween is like one of my favorite holidays. She would get out the music. She would like literally set a boom box in the window with it open. She'd put up these sheets and have these light things. She'd have hot cocoa out there. She'd have like full size. She was the full size candy bar house, right? She was Mm -hmm. like, we're going to Sam's and getting the dumbest amount of candy in full size. And we're Since y'all give... loved baseball so much, were you a heavy on the baby Ruths? No. Okay, good. At all. It's like not that. I like it as an adult. I didn't really like it much as a kid. Our neighborhood was great, though, for Halloween. Trick-or-treating and shit. See, ours wasn't. We'd get like one or two mm. trick-or-treaters every year. Yeah. Well, the houses were so much more spread out in that neighborhood. Yeah, we didn't have sidewalks. We fucking lived dangerously. When we went on walks, <laughs> we were on the fucking road. We were like, fucking try to hit me. See what happens. You have to Our, jump off into a ditch if a car is coming fast. I'm trying to think. I don't think ours had sidewalks either, but it was like wide roads and very close together houses. Mm-hmm. So it was like you could literally hit the whole loop. All the Dude, best things. There just weren't sidewalks in our area. Like yeah, very true. much at all until they started building like very classic, like cookie cutter houses. Mm-hmm. And then you got the sidewalks, but those were all in their own little weird pockets. Right. They were like their own little subdivisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. The best thing about living in a smaller neighborhood, like when I was younger was in the summer, like around this time. And I've started to see signs go up now is garage sales Saturdays. Like the whole neighborhood would be like, we have three Saturdays throughout the summer that are garage sale days. And you like bring all your stuff out and everyone does it. Oh my God. The kids would just be ripping around on their bikes with whatever money we sold our stupid shit to our friends for. Like literally you were buying your friends toys with the money that they bought your toys with. Like it was the dumbest. 
instead of just trading toys. Cycle, exactly. It was so stupid. We had to bring fucking capitalism into it. Instead of <laughs> yeah. allowing kids to have free trade of toys <laughs> among each other, it was going so... back to the bartering system. Yeah. Instead, we're like, no, you. there has to be a transaction. We have to report the sale and then the business <laughs> expense of purchasing more goods for next year's garage sale. Dude, garage sale weekends were... Unreal. Also, another thing I wasn't big on. I hate a garage sale. I still love them to this day. I, I was a, I think a bit of a shit as a kid. <laughs> I didn't love used stuff, mm. like used books. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, highbrow, mm. gross. I'm not fucking reading a used <laughs> book. I was like, give me a new one. Like, do you see all these fucking battle scars this thing has? I was like, I want to be the one that scars up this book, right? Mm. I want to put all the creases in the spine. Yeah, you're like, I want to be the one that damages this. The only thing I was really okay with used stuff for was, weirdly enough, hockey gear. I think I Mm. got a lot of my hockey gear used. And you were cool with that? Mostly because I saw how expensive regular hockey gear was, and I was like... Like, I could never hope to afford fuck. this, so I definitely have to <laughs> have my parents help on this one. But even some of that stuff, I still got new. So right, these garage sales recently though have really gotten me. I mean, hell, we bought a fucking painting at one the other day. I don't know. Garage sales always bum me out, and like I feel like the toys that were the garage sales that I went to in Texas. Mm. We're like where mine were by the time I was like, yeah, this thing's going in the trash because it's not nostalgic enough. Like there's not enough emotional connection to it. And now it just bums me out. True. That was like the type of toy that made it into those garage sales. The best feeling to me was like selling the toys that you feel like you had just grown out of to the younger generation that had come by. Like, oh, yeah, not into these anymore. See, I had younger siblings. Hmm. Being the youngest. So like those kid toys, like the very kid toys, you know, got phased down until they were like at the point where you're like, I don't want to touch them. It's like when you see them (laughs) at the fucking doctor's office and you're like, no, gross. Like I'm never touching that thing. Five kids, they're never touching that fucking play shit at the goddamn hospital. Dude, for real. Even when I was a child, I looked at that and I was like. This bums me the fuck out. Do I'm they actually clean that stuff? I'm like, I'm going to go get a fucking highlights magazine and I'm going to look for the differences between the pictures. <laughs> right. It's the only thing I did in those magazines. How how often do you think those toys are Never. really cleaned? Once a week. Max. Maybe spritzed with something. Yeah. But they're not wiped, probably. No. Ew. Anybody who lets their children play with that. Like CPS, I assume I assume that's a sting operation by CPS <laughs> in every doctor's office is just who lets their kid go do the fucking bead roller coaster oh, game. I'm not going to lie to you. But I lets them do it kid. with their mouth. I like oh, that with game. the mouth. Oh, yeah. no, I, I did like that. Like I now, loved those things. What was your style? One at a time. Abacus style. Mm. Or did you grab that bottom bead and say, we're jamming our way through this motherfucker? I think it depended on the path. So, you know, there were some that had like four different paths and mm-hmm. one of them was the one that went down like this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was the full. That was all the beads because then it would make the cool noise. When yeah, it would because go, once they get to the breakdown to start dropping, they start going like one at a time unless you're really. Oh, fucking. yeah. And they clack like. 
like oh, for it to not so happen. Satisfying. You know when you got re- going real fast on it and you'd burn your fingers because <laughs> yeah, you're sliding along that little. It's like why was I going so hard? That thing's fine. It's mostly the giant Legos. Giant True. Legos, even when they're brand new, gross me out. I don't know why. Mm. They have so many nooks and crannies and like dirt. It's stuck. like I love regular Legos. Regular yeah. Legos, fucking to this day, amazing. I. I can't go down the Lego aisle because I feel like I would buy one. Yeah. If there's Legos sitting there, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to put them together. Yeah. Like, or I'll at least start dicking around with a couple of them. Yeah. And but when they're big, it's almost like zooming in on a butterfly's face. And you're like, oh, this fucking <laughs> bad idea. This is gross. Yeah, like too much. It's furry. It's too much. Too much going on in the eyes. It's got a curly nose thing that flies <laughs> have. No, thank you. I'm out of here. It's like that whenever I see the fucking like toddler Legos. Mm. The Legos, though, there was something so satisfying about following a step by step instruction to build this like thing that I'm like, how am I going to take all these little baggies of pieces and make this? Like, I don't understand the inner yeah, it's workings. it's so overwhelming at first. Dude. And then just little by little. And you start to learn. It's kind of like doing a puzzle, a regular puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you start to learn, you know, the pieces better. So when you see it, you're like, oh, I fucking... I, another four? Dang. Are we going to have enough fours? Like, this bag? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm getting close to running out of these. Yeah. But, like, you start to get to know all the Legos, so your mm. hands start kind of, like, zipping around. Yeah. That's such a good feeling. What's the worst is when the, the two thinnest two-by-one pieces get stuck together. Mm. And you have to use mm-hmm. your teeth to ply them apart. Yeah. And sometimes you dent the Legos, so it's always mm-hmm. a little imperfection that you always notice in the finalized like, product. Oh, I had to bite that shit. God. Legos are dope. I love Legos. And Bionicles, also dope. So good. Do you remember when they had those ones that would fold up into the little, like, yeah, casing? Yeah, the ball. And then you could, like, flip that little switch on the back. Mm-hmm. And the front glass shield would open up and Ugh. launch a creepy little, like, fucking Worm alien thing. face out. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was, like, the Bionicles that had, like, those dual-sided swords that they would use so as surfboards sick. on the lava. You know what's sad, though? I think I only had, like, two Bionicles in my whole childhood. Oh. But I always got them as presents for kids for their birthday parties. Mm. And then they all went on vacation on my birthday. Fuck. So nobody ever bought me Because you had a summer birthday. And so I would you'd... buy some kids Bionicles. Dude, going to birthday parties for the kid that got everything already. Oh, dude. Sucked. Because I would get him something that I would genuinely would like, I want this so bad. Yeah. And he'd be like, I already have this. And then I'm like, then hook a homie up. Yeah, you're like, just don't say that. Bring it bring it next time we hang out. Like, bro, you can keep the new one. I'll take your fucking old one. Right. I don't care. I'll let you have the new version of this exact bionicle. Right. I'll take your played with shit. <laughs> like, just fucking help me. But instead, you have to give him the fucking gift receipt. <laughs> you're like, okay. It happened twice. Once with the bionicle. Once with this... I thought it was super unique. It was a sick fucking TIE fighter like Lego set. Oh, my God. Or probably not a TIE fighter, but something similar. When I was a kid, I was like, this is definitely a TIE fighter. Right. But it's probably some sort of like from one of the but most you, recent you, movies. You couldn't keep it and just have a second one. And I was like, yo, here you go. And he's like, I already Give have you this. another one. I already got this. Mm. And I was like, 
I don't know what I'm supposed to buy you because <laughs> everything I buy you, I would fucking. You're like, you're as hard to shop for as my dad. Okay. I, no, that was easier. I could just get him golf balls every year at that age. Oh, true. <laughs> Whereas like this kid, I was like, nothing works. And he doesn't even hook a homie up. Like, I'm like, you have everything that you ever wanted. Yeah, come on, let's do a little swapsies. And, like, those kids never played with their toys very much either. Like, you mm. come over and they'd be like, I don't want to play with my toys. There was, like, too many options for them. Yeah, they're like, do you want to go outside? And I'm like, that's what I have to do at home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here to play with Sigma. <laughs> I want to read through all the little books that they come with. I want to see how it was built, even though it's already put together. I'll get you some Bionicles. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they would just go to waste. But as a kid, that shit slapped. The Legos era and that era of being that entertained by things like that was was pretty amazing. Yeah, I miss when I could buy just a simple toy. Like yeah. 15 bucks could give me hours, untold hours of entertainment. Hours. Yeah. Like, I just dropped over two grand on a MacBook. <laughs> And like now it's just integrated into your normal life. It doesn't even blow my mind. Yeah. Like I use it casually to look things up (laughs) when I don't want to look at a small phone screen anymore. But I'm not like I remember when I got my first laptop ever. I was like, I'm going to look up everything. (laughs) I want to know about everything on the Internet. You're like, I don't care that my phone is sitting right here. I will always use this instead. Getting your first personal computer is I think akin to getting your first car. Yeah. And your license. Like because yep. it is this level of freedom that up until then you didn't You've have never experienced. But also your parents didn't know the internet that well. Yeah. So they just sent you in with a couple warnings. They're like Right. Some people are gonna try to fuck you on there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just get on and you're like, I want to avoid those weird places. Right. But then you just have to discover it. Like nobody sat me down and was like, hey, this is YouTube. You can come here to watch videos. Right. So Fif- you have to like stumble on it. So you're like, YouTube, is that a trustworthy website? Dude. You're like, no, it's probably not. I'm just going to play X Games 4496.net.web. <laughs> dot dot <laughs> I don't even know if that's how a fucking url could work but they were all wacky dude and you're like this is gonna be healthy for my computer a weird episode good luck keeping up with that one yeah i mean i think a lot's gonna have to be edited out but it's fine maybe we'll see it was rolling there for a good hot while well we love you guys yeah as always keep hugs and kisses keep going out there and doing hot boy shit and uh We'll see you again soon. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.